0: Even though there was a room full of people while I was on stage, I still didn't believe that they were there to see me (laughs) until watching the videos back and like hearing them sing the lyrics. I'm like, oh, they actually know the songs. Yeah, That's crazy. (laughs) But like in when it's happening, I still like my brain doesn't catch up.
1: So it's good that it doesn't go to your head. Like it's always kind of like humbling.
0: I think there's something really um, special about delusional confidence as well. I think it can like really propel you forward. But I think there's a beauty in being humble.
1: Hey everybody, it's me, Dom. Welcome back to Dom Meets World. Hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, the lovely and talented Royal and the Serpent, everybody. Woo!
0: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: to meet you. Thank you for coming on.
0: Yeah, oh my God, of course. Yeah, thank you I for was, having me.
1: I came from Calabasas. Today? Today, and it was an hour and a half long drive.
0: Wow. You live there?
1: Uh, I'm staying there. Okay. I'm actually from Canada. But I'm really? staying in Calabas because I got carjacked a couple weeks ago in LA. So I decided I'm not going to. Someone stay stole your in LA. car? Yeah. What? Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Did it's, you? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It mm-hmm. was cool. It no was, big deal. It was
1: like, give me your keys, I'll kill you. And I was like, oh. Okay. Oh, like uh, yeah. you?
0: They were like, it wasn't like you didn't come back to it and it was gone. No, They like no, came no, up yeah, to you and it, said, give yeah, me your car.
1: Yeah, it was like, yeah. They're like, I really like your car. Would you give what me kind of that? What car was it?
0: It's a BMW. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. It was cool though. It was like. It was cool. Well, because like I'm just, cause like I'm still alive, so it's kind of like yeah, for where sure. we've gone to the point now where like yeah. it's like ah, right. oh, it's funny.
0: Shit happens. Yeah, yeah. shit
1: happens. It's cool. <laughs> I'm alive. It's a story. It's good yeah. content. You know. Do you what I'm have
0: saying? insurance? Could you like claim that?
1: I couldn't claim stuff in the car, but the insurance. But the cars. But the cars. Yeah. Okay. They found the car in a McDonald's. He didn't oh. have a car fob, so I think he just like drove down the street, went to a McDonald's. Wow. Got some, you know, some soda and then some fries and. Just off. left it. But yeah, so I'm in Calabasas. <laughs> anyways. And, yeah, anyways. <laughs> and traffic in California is f-ing horrendous because yeah. there's some people here. But I was listening to uh, I Am on repeat. Really? Like Missouri, yeah. Deep cut. I really – I love. that's my favorite song of yours. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank so, you. I was actually considering playing it on tour and I wasn't sure, but maybe that's a sign that I should do it.
1: No, nah, it really like it hit me. There's like – you have a line on that song that was like I always find some way of – losing the people mm-hmm. around me yeah and i felt that i was like yeah and i, I was also curious i'm just gonna dive straight yeah, into please like do music shit. just like because i write music i'm a songwriter as well Sick. and i'm wondering if like you've noticed from the moment you started writing music to the point you're at now mm-hmm. you can kind of look back and kind of like you know where you were at in that life like
0: a hundred percent i feel like the songs especially the ones that like come out just tell the story of my life yeah. and I can like listen to something and it immediately takes me back to exactly how I was feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like I kind of relate music to like me getting tattoos like I'm very like impulsive yes. person when it comes to getting uh-huh. tattoos. Me too. I, yeah. <laughs> so I can like look at like uh-huh. part of my I'm like oh yeah the burning church the wolf yeah it was yeah. like the dagger through my that was a dark point uh-huh. <laughs> in my life.
0: Oh for sure. And
1: then now it's like I can see like the brighter colors and the on this arm i'm like mm-hmm. okay life started getting better around yep. this tattoo Like
0: 100 <laughs> percent. no i relate to that a lot i feel like i got a lot of just like even stylistically like darker styles of tattoos when i was like more depressed and i like got bigger tattoos to, like cover my body and now i'm like wait i wish that like i could see my stomach and it's not covered or like yeah. whatever you know
1: I, I reached that point where like i was gonna get a massive back piece and i was like mm-hmm. i kind of want to stay in the back piece for like some more important memory like yeah like what if i like have a kid or mm-hmm. you know, what I mean something really good happens. Like I yeah. want some real estate on my skin for that. Totally. Whereas before I was like pain. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just want to feel something. I just feel something.
0: <laughs> Help. <Yeah. laughs> uh-huh. No, I relate to that a lot. Yeah.
1: What was like your uh your first inspiration to like start music? To start writing or um, start creating.
0: I mean, when I was younger, maybe like early high school, I got a guitar for Christmas and I just remember I was, I got injured. I used to be a dancer Mm -hmm. and I got injured. And I remember like not being able to do anything that I really loved anymore. So I would just sit in my room and write songs. Um, And to be honest, that was like when Taylor Swift was first sort of like coming out. And I remember hearing her music and being like, oh, I can do that. Like she's just telling stories about her life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would sit in my room and write songs about how I was feeling. And it was usually just about some stupid boy that did some stupid thing at the time, (laughs) you know?
1: What kind of dancing were you were you doing? Oh
0: my god, everything. Okay. Um, yeah, I was like a very competitive dancer from age like four or five till high school when I got injured. Um, but I did it all: ballet, tap, jazz, hip hop. I was in like a a hip hop crew for a little bit. You a hip hop crew? Oh yeah, I used to like break dance. It was like very- I used to
1: break dance. <laughs> really? Yeah, when I was when, <laughs> that's how. Okay. That's so cool. I got into break dancing when I was in elementary yeah. school. That was my first form, and then I took actual dance in high school. was so the dance teacher was like we need a guy to like yeah. lift up mm-hmm. the woman in the class. Will yeah. you please be, she's yeah. like, I'll give you an 80. Yeah. And then I started doing like yeah. contemporary and lyrical. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'm actually pretty f- good at this. I like this, yeah. I enjoy it. It's and so fun. Everyone called me Black Zach, like Zach Efron from High School Musical.
0: Oh, I'm like, where'd Zach come yeah. from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause I would have to leave football practice to go like wow. do contemporary duet with Michelle Porter. So.
0: That's kind of sick though. The duality of that I love. Which did you like better, football or dance?
1: dance yeah yeah cool because it was just like i just reached the point where like what's more fun just like being able to like express myself mm-hmm. or just hit people admittedly hitting people was yeah. there was like a little bit of like oh, that was nice. i was kind of nice to hit that person for sure but then there was also like that beauty of like just trying something completely new yeah and every time you do a dance it's like when you when you're making music like you relate to yeah. that, like every time i performed Mm -hmm. it it changed it was never the same right same with like i'm sure like when you're performing music like Mm -hmm. it's not the same when you're first in the studio and you're writing it and you create it it changes every time you perform it totally it takes on like a new meaning yeah or a new purpose or like its own identity every time you perform it depending on the audience or you know what city you're in or your mood at the time when you're performing if you want to do it acoustically if you put more energy into it however you feel so yeah
0: 100 i
1: like the adaptability of like creating and expressing yourself
0: Definitely. There's nothing else like it. It's
1: a never-ending journey. Yeah. And you were just on tour as well, right? Yeah.
0: Um, I, I toured this summer, and I just got back, and now I'm about to go out again next week. Again? Again.
1: Do, you, do How do you feel about touring? Are you like, is there...
0: Um. I love it. I think it's really special, and it's like one of my it like proves it proves the point it like it's a proof of concept you know Mm -hmm. i think like going out and getting to actually experience people that experience your music and connect with them in real life face to face you don't really get that in any other area of of making music for a living so it's definitely really special um but it's hard you know and i'm tired (laughs) and i i I get homesick but uh But I do love it and and I hope that it only gets easier. I feel like the further you go, the easier it probably gets and the more you get to do with touring and, you know.
1: How do you approach your shows? Like I was saying earlier, is it always changing? Do do you kind of like do a show, take notes of it and like you try to change it the next time you go or?
0: I definitely really love watching videos back and seeing what I can do differently and better. Um, And then for every like, tour itself it's usually a total revamp like okay what songs are we going to play what order do we want to put them in how do we want to start it um i think i've done a lot of opening tours too so i usually like cater the set to whatever band i'm opening for like that would fit thereby but Mm -hmm. this is the first tour that i'm doing that's just me and it's my own headline so it's been really interesting because i want to make it really special and really cool so i've been like trying to figure out a cool way to fit in all these songs and Make it special. Make it not just like, okay, come see me sing for an hour. Yeah. I wanna like make it an experience.
1: Was there any like when you're opening up, was there any way you were like, I can't believe I'm opening up for this person?
0: Oh my right god, now? yeah, all the time.
1: <laughs> uh what was, like, the May like what comes to mind first when you were like you got that like, email or shit. that confirmation, you're like, Holy shit, I'm opening up for this person. Uh,
0: Demi Lovato probably was oh. the craziest. I mean and then Fallout Boy was also really crazy. Yeah. Um, those two definitely Demi was, like, I was expect not expecting it, but we had talked about it a little because we had, like, built started building a relationship. But Fallout Boy, like, I had never talked to those guys. Like, I didn't know them. And when I got the call, it was just a big surprise. Um, so that was really cool. But both doors were wild. It's just, it's really great opening because you're definitely fan building. But it's also hard because I think you have to continuously prove yourself every night and, like, try and convince people why they should like you yeah. without – trying too hard and like making it come across <laughs> like you're desperate um so I'm really excited to just get to go out there and be in front of people that are there for me yeah. and I don't have to convince them why they should be there or why they should stay or why they should go home and listen to my music like that's why they're there yeah and I've never done that before so I'm curious if it will have a different effect on my mental state
1: I feel like it's gonna be like a, a brand new like experience like mm-hmm. having people that like know your music yeah like full-on like an yeah. entire venue full of people that are going to be yeah just singing your lyrics back to you
0: i like can't even imagine it i can't <laughs> picture it you know what i mean because like in my head i have this like weird thing where i don't believe that people listen to my music like mm. you can show me all the stats show me the numbers show me the streams and i just for some <laughs> reason like it doesn't click you know so I think I also convinced myself even like I just played a show in London and it was a headline. It was my first headline over there. And even though there was a room full of people while I was on stage, I still didn't believe that they were there to see me <laughs> until watching the videos back and like hearing them sing the lyrics. I'm like, oh, they actually know the songs. Yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> but like in when it's happening, I still like my brain doesn't catch up. It's so
1: weird. Well, I'd be like that, like, that keeps you grounded. It's like.
0: I, I guess so, and yeah.
1: So it's, it's good that it doesn't go to your head. Like, it's always kind of, like, humbling. Yeah. In a sense.
0: Yeah. I think there's such a fine line, too. I talk I talk about this a lot because I think there's something really um, special about delusional confidence as well. I think it can, like, really propel you forward. But I think there's a beauty in being humble. Um, but there's just a fine line that you can dance between those two extremes because on one end, if you're too humble – you start to sort of like self-deprecate and not believe in yourself and then hinder yourself from moving forward but then if you're too confident you can come off as arrogant and sort of like you know
1: yeah it's like you have to balance the line between Mm -hmm. like like I I remember I was like in Chicago Mm -hmm. and I was listening to like I went down this like I'm not advocating for Kanye West at all but I was like listening to like Mm -hmm. this old Kanye song called I Wonder Mm -hmm. and he's talking about like you know coming up in chicago and how far he's come and then like listening to his interview where like he he, like he said he was like i'm gonna be a billionaire like years ago and then he became a billionaire it's like yeah he was and everyone was like you're absolutely insane right and he became a billionaire it's Mm -hmm. like that sort of you have to like balance between like being that delusional but also like the Mm -hmm. humbleness yeah but then there's like also it's like why can't you believe in yourself that much right like people almost see it like a like a detriment or like, totally uh,
0: we should be allowed to believe in ourselves that much i also find it's difficult to believe in yourself that much and so it's like almost a skill if you can yeah um but our words i talk about this all the time our words and our thoughts are so powerful they obviously create our realities i think so many of us know that that if you say i'm gonna be a billionaire i'm gonna be successful i'm gonna do xyz the chances of it happening if you believe it are pretty high
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Are you a spiritual person?
0: I am. And I and I would say that over the past couple years, I've lost a lot of that. And I don't really know exactly what happened or where everything started falling through. But I remember when I first started making music, being so delusional. Like I remember having absolutely nothing going for me and being like, <laughs> I'm going to get a million dollar record deal and I'm going to be successful and I'm going to do XYZ. I just believed it without a doubt. And it wasn't until I started finding a little bit of success and I started realizing all of the competition and that was around me, like I like, I guess moved into a different pond, mm-hmm. you know, that I stopped believing in myself as wholeheartedly. And I've been really like working on figuring out how to find a comfortable place of, belief for the future without like lying to myself Mm -hmm. because I also like to be realistic and I don't know it's very interesting how much our heads have to do with what happens on the outside
1: but you're in like a very rare place I feel like especially for someone who's like relatively like a new artist Mm -hmm. um where like nowadays it's almost like in order for people to listen to your music they have to like like your personality Mm -hmm. where I feel like now we see a lot of like TikTokers or content creators that then become musicians mm-hmm. and they kind of blow up. Yeah. Once they've kind of built that following. Right. Whereas I feel like you're in a special place where like you're just known for your music. Thanks. Which I yeah. feel like is like I feel like a lot of musicians want that. Yeah. That's want, true. like I feel like there's a very select few of people who like have that. Yeah. Like I feel like you have that Dominic Fike has, even though he was on Euphoria, right. but I feel like he's somebody who like there's yeah. no sort of like you don't see him doing trends or anything like that. Yeah. It's like rolling serpent, just music. Thanks. Which I think is like very special. Yeah, and I think thank you should you. be proud of that too. Thank like, you. You didn't have to kind of like sell your soul and, you know, do a little TikTok dancer.
0: <laughs> I love a little TikTok yeah. dancer. <laughs> oh God, I love Dominic Feck. He was actually a huge inspiration to me. After I had like started putting out music, I remember he dropped that album, um, what could possibly go wrong mm-hmm. and it came out like during covid and i just remember listening to it and it was at a time when i kind of wanted to stop making music cuz i didn't believe that anything was good anything good was happening in music today especially at that time shit was just really weird yeah. in the industry um, but i definitely like it opened my eyes again and i it made me fall in love with music again
1: yeah i saw an great. interview with him um, with zane zayn low mm-hmm. And another one with like Travis Mills Mm. and he was talking about how he's reached this point of like personal growth Mm. where all he cares about is just like doing everything with intention. Yeah. Which sounds so simple, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, I think we forget that. Yeah. Like just everything you do, whatever you're passionate about, moving with like intention Yeah. and not just kind of like just going through the motions, Totally. which I really connected with and it's like, that's something I want to do more. It's like, I don't want to just do something just to do it. Right. If it doesn't move me if I can't do it with like my full 110% soul, it's like yeah. that I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So, and I like, I it's that. like, s- you never want to sacrifice your integrity. No. Like your integrity will always be rewarded. It okay. might take a while for it to get rewarded. Yeah. But it'll happen.
0: Totally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so what do you, uh, what have you felt like you've accomplished that? Like you're proud of, like let's move on to more positive things. Yeah. Like what are you, what are you most proud of in your career so far?
0: I think I'm very proud of being able to make music for a living I remember when I first started I was working in restaurants and I was working five six days a week just busting my ass and um, me and my manager at the time he's still my manager today but we used to work at the same restaurant And we always say anytime we like go play a big show um, like some of the really big moments in my career we'll have like a little moment before and be like dude we came from scrubbing sinks. Cause I remember we used to be, we worked behind the bar and at the end of the night we used to have to clean the bar and it was so foul (laughs) and so nasty and every night we'd be like scrubbing the floor, scrubbing the sinks being like one day we're gonna get out of here and one day we're not gonna have to do this. Um, And so I think just being able to live a comfortable life, doing what I love for living, even if it's not always easy and not um, doing that anymore is something that I'm super, super proud of.
1: Have you had any full circle moments? like have you ever like that those places you used to work mm-hmm. at do they have venues have you ever been like I should go back and play there or
0: no they were like shitty bars and <laughs> stuff and like just restaurants i mean there was a a cool moment i forget where we were i want to say maybe chicago or something where there one of the restaurants that we worked at was a chain and i remember we were playing some like massive show it was on the follow up tour i think it was the first show maybe chicago like Wrigley and my parents flew in and they s- sent me a picture right across from their hotel that they were staying at was the restaurant that me and my manager met at. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went in and they got food and it was crazy full circle moment to be like, holy shit, look where we are. I just played Wrigley Field and you're like <laughs> at the restaurant that I came from working at. Yeah. Um, so there's little things like that that definitely happen.
1: That's got to be like a surreal moment too. Like, yeah. like did you listen to Fall Out Boy growing up? Cause they're yeah, like, of I course. think Pete, Pete Wentz was like my yeah. songwriting, like idol.
0: Dude, he's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, uh, that Fall Out Boy and Demi were both big for me as a kid. And I remember Demi, Demi especially, Yeah. dude. Yeah. I remember like, I used to teach myself how to sing by trying to sing. First of all, I could never sing those notes. <laughs> but, like I remember like driving in my car as a kid and trying to sing her songs. Yeah. Um, and like teaching myself how to sing by singing her songs. And so... I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to wrap my head around actually, <laughs> you know, thinking about now that I'm in this world and in this industry, going back and like, I wish I could go back and tell my 16-year-old self then yeah. what was going to happen because she would shit her pants. She'd never believe it.
1: Who was like your inspiration, your musical inspirations?
0: When I first started writing music, it was probably Taylor Swift and Frank Ocean. I right. have not met either of them, but I did get to see Frank Ocean at Coachella this year, and I had never seen him before. I know this is not necessarily an answer to your question, no, no, but no, no, no. holy shit, I was... First of all, what a weird experience. I don't know if you... Were you there?
1: Yeah, I was there. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know I how you felt about it, but it was really interesting for me being like a super fan. And then experiencing some of the more passive, not really fans, people in the crowd that were not necessarily there to to see just him and that we were getting frustrated it was like really interesting witnessing what he was doing and also the absolute polarity of the crowd yeah um but i cried like the whole set it was just i was so excited i've never gotten to see him before and i knew that there was probably never going to be a chance for me to see him perform live yeah. again so that was really cool for me
1: yeah, I know what that's like. I saw Kid Cudi's like my oh, I loved Kid Cudi growing up. I love him so much. And I yeah. saw him live and I was like in tears yeah. watching for my, like my favorite song. Yeah. So, what was I'm, your favorite Kid Cudi song? Man on the moon. Mhm. Yeah, that's like his first mixtape, A Kid Named Cudi. Yeah. Literally saved my life. That was like wow. the the shift for mm-hmm. me. That's probably where like I first realized like I heard somebody create music where they spoke about real shit cuz I grew up listening to like hip hop and mm-hmm. And rock, and it was always like it's this sense of like bravado, mm-hmm. and hearing them be like, "Yeah, I'm sad, I suck, mm-hmm. girls don't like me," and it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, "Listen, to this. And he goes to them like, "Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> girls don't f- with me either." <laughs> 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 Get them cut <laughs> It's like the first time I heard someone rap, and I'm like, oh "Yeah, that's self-deprecating rap." But it, but oh. it was like a a comfort there of like being yeah. like not feeling alone, mm-hmm. and that kind of like shifted me and. And what I want to do in life of like, mm-hmm. I want to make people feel like that. I want to make people, yeah. there's like this saying of when you're silent, you deny others the benefit mm-hmm. of not feeling alone. Mm-hmm. And that's what Kuddy C- did for me. And yeah. like, that's what I want to continue to do for other yeah. people. So that was a shift for me. And when yeah. I saw him live, I was like, no matter what people think about Cuddy or, you know, his rock endeavors, I was mm-hmm. like, I just always appreciate he was someone who was himself and always looked out for the next generation in a sense. Yeah. Massive, so, yeah. He's the best. What's your favorite, like, song? What's the song that you always come back to?
0: Mm, I think I have different favorite songs for different moods. Um,
1: if you are if you're on an island, you're mm-hmm. trapped in an island. You can bring one song and one album.
0: If I'm bringing one album, it's Channel Orange, hands mm-hmm. down. I just I, I don't think I could ever get sick of it. I could listen to it over and over again. Sometimes I do just play it on repeat. But if I could only bring one song, it would probably be – I forget the artist. It's called One Day. It's by, like, Asaf – I have to look this up now because I'm going to botch the last name. But it's, like, a remix. Okay, the Reckoning song, Asaf Avidan, and it's a remix. And I don't know what – you'll have to, like, listen to it later. I'll send it to you. Yeah. It just makes me so happy i i can listen to it over and over again and i never get sick of it and there's like one lyric the entire song it's like not even that crazy <laughs> um i just love it yeah yeah
1: i mean that's like for me i feel like my favorite okay so yeah please hot take yeah <laughs> by far the the yeah. album that like i would take with me is man on the moon three cool. by k Cuddy. yeah because i felt like his entire journey was like that, albu- that specific latest album was mm-hmm. like him coming to like learn to love himself, yeah. which like I love. I always like, I feel like our journeys are very similar. Not, I'm not as successful or have nearly as much money, mm-hmm. but in a sense of mentally, like that was the point where he learned to love himself, which I like. Yeah. I uh, felt. Mm-hmm. But the song that I would choose, ironically enough, would be uh, Demi Lovato, Camp Rock, This Is Me. Really? I've, I un- love that. Unironically, un- I take. absolutely love that song. I love that everyone song. Everyone so does. Much. I mean,
0: it's the best song. It's
1: so good. It, it just like anytime it comes on, yeah. I just feel better. Yeah. No matter what. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: There's a there was another band that I was on tour with that it was their pre-show song. Every right before they went on stage every night they would play it, and everyone in the green room would just like get on the couches and like scream and sing and.
1: Yeah. I got like my Spotify mm-hmm. recap back. Yeah. Top song. Is this is me. It was like I'm <laughs> it was like, obsessed it was like, with that. It was like this is me. Yeah. And I listened to these songs like uniro- like it seems like yeah. I listened to them ironically as like a joke, but it's like no, it's like this is me. Yeah. Natasha Bedingfield, Unwritten. Wow, that's
0: then, a good one. That's
1: and then a good one. recently, Taylor Swift, Maroon.
0: Okay.
1: Those are like unironically, I just yeah. f-ing love those three songs. Yeah. And Hannah Montana. I love Hannah Montana. If we were a movie, banger. Oh my God, yeah.
0: Hannah Montana raised me.
1: No, actually, Hannah Montana Miami. or Miley Cyrus. This is a big debate. That I Hannah
0: have. Montana until she became Miley Cyrus again. But Hannah Montana was definitely like, that is that was my
1: girl. Yeah, people. For, she was putting out like heat. Mm-hmm. Like she was putting out like East 18 song High. albums per oh, so season. Good. Yeah. Like Hannah Montana one, Hannah Montana two, Hannah Montana. And at the same time, party in the USA. Like she was putting.
0: <sighs> right. That's true. Bangers after bangers. Thing, working. Pun not intended. Yeah. Um, I used to have a toothbrush that sang a Hannah Montana song <laughs> and like it like sang it it was like do you ever see those toothbrushes no that when you're brushing it's like singing the song but it's singing in your mouth so it like vibrates through your head no. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing <laughs> but it like plays the exact amount of time that you're supposed to brush your teeth they like make them for kids I guess yeah. tooth tunes or something they're called
1: I want one of those you remember uh hit clips oh hit yes clips? uh-huh I used to love those. but they're those. only like 30 seconds of like songs uh-huh. But yeah. I would run through all, I would oh, yeah. love getting those in like my stockings.
0: Oh, it was the best. I, those were really like to, back in the like Britney Spears, sync era. Mm mm-hmm, Backstreet Boys.
1: Did you ever grow up on like those countdown shows? The what? Th- those like countdown shows. I, I don't know What's what you guys had in like, show? like in America, like we had like much music where they had like VJs and they'd be like number 10 on, oh, yeah. on today's music videos oh. is Blink 182. I miss you.
0: Oh yeah. Like MTV.
1: Yeah. It was like before like, like. Lot like streaming, like Spotify yeah, yeah. was like a thing, yeah. and like if you wanted to, like listen to music, you had to like mm-hmm. turn on the TV and just wait. Yeah, like I was like in elementary school, just mm-hmm. waiting to mm-hmm. like hear Blink One Eighty Two. Just, like
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. You ever have that? MTV, I guess, did like music videos. I don't yeah. know if that's the same thing.
1: I remember there was like this one music video that just just like stuck in my head, and it was like I think it's like Peter Peter Bjorn, okay, the Young People. It's like that whistle song. It's like. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, this animated one. And I got so amped when that music... That, like, music video, like, I don't know, like, changed me. Do you have any music videos like that? Like, growing up that you saw that kind of, like...
0: Actually, yeah, we found Love in a Hopeless Place. Rihanna. The Rihanna one? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: It's such a good music video. I feel like I've been trying to recreate that in my music videos since I started making music. (laughs) Like, something that gives that just, like, nostalgic, like, young, crazy love vibe. Oh, it's so
1: good. I feel like you have, like, a... Do you feel that there's this, like, synergy between, like, movies and music, like, film and music? Oh, my God, yeah. And, like, because your music videos are pretty f***ing unreal.
0: Thank you. And they're
1: very cinematic.
0: Thank you. It's my favorite thing that I get to do, actually, in being a musician is make music videos.
1: Where do you find your, like, inspiration? Do you have, like, film references? Do you, like, find Mm -hmm. inspiration, like... Do you see like, I don't know, like a Wes Anderson film where you're like, that gives you like an idea? like I That's do- a big
0: one, yeah. yeah. Wes Anderson, I really love his stylistic choices. I really love his framing a lot. So I yeah. try to do a lot of that in music videos. Tarantino's always been a big one for me. I think he just like picks really weird things to focus on, which I'm kind of obsessed with. Like there'll be a shot of just eggs or just feet or yeah. whatever. Um, there's this uh, director photographer, Nadia Lee Cohen, that I'm super into. She's um, really does very sort of out there, um, surreal stuff. And, and then other music videos, I think just like checking out what like older music videos, what's going on today. Um, but Wes Anderson and Tarantino are definitely like two film directors that inspire Mm me a lot. Kubrick too, I think does some really cool stuff.
1: Did you ever see yourself maybe directing or like,
0: that's a big dream actually yeah. of mine. I, I would love to. I direct a lot of my own music videos, so I feel like that's a cool start, but um, the goal is certainly like to keep going at this, start getting into acting. So I'm like a little bit more familiar with how things work mm-hmm. on film sets and then eventually direct, yeah.
1: Have you ever, do you have like, one thing for me when I'm like songwriting making music is like mm-hmm. my original thing that I wanted to be was a screenplay writer. Cool. I also, I grew up, I always like wrote like little screenplay. So like before wow. me, and my band will like write a song. Yeah. The idea that I have for a song, I'll write like a little short script that's cool. to kind of like set the tone for it just personally before yeah. I write the song, just to create the image. Yeah. And my dream would be to create like a film, like mm-hmm. a silent film, and you could play the music over the silent film in any order that you want. And it would change the show. I don't know how the I would do it, but like, I love that, that that's though, like my yeah. like dream would be to do yeah. it's like a silent film that yeah. goes along with like a six song ep and uh-huh. you can play it in any order and it changes the vibe of the silent film
0: that's so sick you have to do that i
1: know that's like but I, just because like i always felt like film and music go like hand in hand hundred percent. like when you're like you said like so it's just like telling a story and mm-hmm. that's why it becomes so relatable is because mm-hmm. you're listening to her music and you're picturing these things in your yeah. head the imagery yeah. of the words that you speak holds so much power when you add instruments to it.
0: Totally. Yeah. Do
1: you have a favorite like do you have a favorite lyric of yours?
0: Of mine? Yeah. Um probably in this song called Love Abuser, the second verse says, I would crawl into your skin like a roach on a plate, give us stitches and pins till we can't separate. You're the king of the world. I'm a moth to your flame. I would kill to be yours. Do you love me the same? Oh my god. Like that's probably, but I think sometimes I find that my favorite things are when I take myself out of the equation and I stop thinking and I just let source, whatever you want to call it, sort of like come through me. I think like whenever I'm channeling, it just takes the ego part out of it and it doesn't feel like yours. So I think there's an, I can appreciate it more, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Do you write for other people ever?
0: Yeah, sometimes. Not as often as I write for myself, but I do enjoy it.
1: Do you, do you find it hard to kind of take yourself out of like your own experience out of like writing? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: (laughs) I've been practicing a lot of like telling stories, um, that aren't necessarily truths. Mm -hmm. I think like my music has always been based very much in fact and truth and every lyric is like an exact scenario that I've been in. So uh, lately I've been trying to write stuff that is more like storytelling and trying to like create narratives. and that's been really fun because it is a little bit more imaginative, and I think at a certain point you can run out of things to talk about in your own life. So yeah. it's definitely been nice to sort of like try to explore that.
1: That's amazing. I f- I find that really hard yeah. as well. And I think from I reached a point where like I don't know if you ever reached where like in your real life you sort of like unintentionally maybe sabotage or damage <laughs> and, and like yeah to create that sort of like.
0: Uh-huh
1: energy to bring into your Mm creation your creations you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and at a certain point it's like i don't want to be sad or damaged anymore like i want to i want to fix that so yeah it's nice to kind of like be able to write something that's more fictitious
0: totally i found that like before i got into my current relationship that was all i was doing was just like going out and like wreaking havoc and getting my heart broken just so i would have shit to write about like getting my heart broken by people i wasn't even dating just convincing myself that they broke my heart just (laughs) For fun. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now that I'm in like a healthy, comfortable relationship, there's not a lot of shit to write about in that regard. You know, it can get boring pretty quick to find content to like write about when you're just in a happy, easy relationship. I just don't think that's very relatable,
1: unfortunately. And your partner's a musician as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How'd you guys meet?
0: I hired him to be in a music video and we just kind of hit it off and became friends. And then, you know, a few months later, we ended up doing the thing.
1: Doing the thing.
0: <laughs> doing <laughs> shout, something. Yeah.
1: Shout out things and stuff, man. Things and stuff, Things man. and stuff happen.
0: Here and they are. lead to
1: other, more uh-huh. good stuff.
0: Yeah. One day he just like came over and never left my house. Yeah. <laughs> and now he lives there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay. kind of lucked out he's like yeah shelter
0: yeah literally
1: <laughs> i'm never leaving pretty much I've, I've had instances like that not they didn't yeah i've had like i think someone told me they're called homosexuals. really not saying that he's a hobo oh no not yeah, at no no not at all, not, all, not at all. I've, had I've had that before
0: though in the past we're like i remember oh my god so many years ago probably like eight plus years ago at this point i had this dude that i met on tinder come over to my house and not leave i had to like (laughs) i had to leave and not come back and stay at a friend's until he would leave and like ghost him because he just wouldn't
1: leave wait he was in your house yeah and you left your own house until he left your house yes
0: i lived in an apartment building so i just went downstairs (laughs) and stayed with a friend but i was like i don't know what to do like it was like a couple weeks and this guy just wouldn't leave granted like it was a time in my life when people were sort of coming and going and staying at my house a lot There was a lot of people that lived there it was like very chaotic mm-hmm. so i think he probably just felt comfortable but i was like i don't know this dude like why is he <laughs> living here like go home
1: <laughs> yeah was he like ordering food
0: i don't i don't even remember
1: that I'm was- a, Yeah, I'm a people pleaser, so, like, yeah. I had a girl stay at my place, and I remember she wouldn't leave, and I'd be, yeah. like, at work, and I'd be, like, I didn't get food. I should send her some food. <laughs> that's nice of you. Yeah, I was, like, I should should DoorDash or something. Some oh, that's that. so
0: sweet. Yeah, no, I was not that nice. <laughs> I was, like, where can I go? Help. Somebody get him out of here.
1: So how, how long have you and your partner been together now?
0: Over two years.
1: Oh, congratulations.
0: Thank you. It is a massive accomplishment, yeah. I think.
1: <laughs> is that like your is, longest relationship?
0: Uh, No, the one I was in before that was like three and a half years, but that was really the only other relationship I'd say I've even been in. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know,
1: yeah, not it was its own Its own thing, thing
0: yeah. Its own thing. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but this one is... It has been great so far. I mean, it hasn't been like easy, I would say, Mm -hmm. but I don't think any relationship is. And it's been really cool because I think I'm learning that I'm just becoming a better person every day by working through whatever we have to work through at home together and in our relationship makes me a better person for the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And he is a really good mirror for me. And I think he calls me out on my shit when I'm not being the best version of myself, which I really appreciate because I can get kind of spicy from time to time. Um... Not spicy in the good way, spicy in the bad way. <laughs> so it's a nice it's a nice reflection. You learn a lot about yourself through relationships, I think.
1: And what's it like dating like another musician? Somebody who's kind of like in that world. Because he 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 also does he go on tour with you as well? He, like, sometimes he does, yeah. yeah.
0: He plays bass for me and sometimes guitar for me if he's not busy um touring. I have mixed feelings about it. I think on one hand, it's really, really cool and really special that we can relate on so many things and also do so much together. I think that's the coolest part. I think I struggle with my own insecurities, which I actually I've never talked about this publicly. Um, but I think it is very interesting being with somebody that does the exact same thing as you. And I think it's a good teacher for me to like believe in myself and not feel like I have to compare myself to what he's doing and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not always easy. I would say I struggle with it. I don't think he struggles with it. Um, But I find myself comparing what I'm doing to him a lot. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I actually am working very hard to not do because I think it can be detrimental and at the end of the day it only hurts me. Yeah. So but all in all, it's definitely really cool being with somebody that does the same thing as you.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you find yourself not only in a relationship but like maybe comparing yourself to like other artists as oh, well? All like the time. A lot of your peers.
0: Yeah. I actually I need a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this. Well a get, lot. Comfortable, get comfortable, yeah. get comfortable. Um I I need a new therapist um because I've just noticed sort of the same patterns happening a lot lately. And and I, I just haven't been able to work them out on my own. And it's so easy. We're constantly inundated and flooded with like seeing what everybody else is doing all the time. And I just don't want that to take away from just circling back even to like the believing in yourself and sort of having this delusional confidence. I don't want anybody else's successes to have anything to do with what I believe I can or cannot achieve. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of the day, I think I have more happiness and excitement for the people I love doing cool things than anything else. Um, But I also don't want anybody else's success to make me feel like I'm not good enough. And it is something that from time to time, I I struggle with feeling.
1: Yeah. I think that's something everybody deals with, especially in this era of social media, where like, you kind of only see everybody's successes. Yeah. You don't see anybody like anybody struggles and what they're dealing with outside of mm-hmm. the winds. Yeah. so all you all you can do is compare yourself to the winds or somebody else's and yeah. you don't know what they've gone through so yeah i think that's something like anybody in this space i think in any any field yeah. deals with whether you work corporate whether you're a creative it's like you can't help but to see other people
0: no that's true shine
1: and feel a way about that
0: it's so true i've talked to my mom about this because she works for at&t and i was explaining how i was feeling and she was like Giving me the same spiel in reverse about like T-Mobile, like oh T-Mobile has this coverage, but we have better coverage, but they're better at advertising it, and you know, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. But it was like, oh, I'm not the only person that feels this way, like, and it's not just music or entertainment. Yeah, everybody experiences this shit. It's just human nature.
1: Yeah, and you can't you can't help it. And I think the only way to kind of deal with that is is to deal with it until you get to a certain point where like you have to just like look at yourself and deal with yourself totally on its own and realize that like your only competition is the person in the mirror
0: huge yeah the person in the mirror and the person that you were yesterday yeah and a year before that and just like focusing on comparing yourself to yourself to grow and get better yeah because you're not going to grow and get better if you're comparing yourself to other people yeah you know yeah that's massive
1: I think I, I know I found that because like I have a very, I used to be a very like reactive, emotional reactive person Mm -hmm. and through going to therapy and I've been like single for a while now Mm -hmm. and I've just been so comfortable in being by myself and Mm -hmm. I disassociate so much that I can't help but to only focus on what I'm doing
0: because
1: I'm so disassociated at this point from what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. Like people would be like, oh my God, do you see this person do And I'm like. No, like like I'm so lost in my, which can be, which now I have to like reverse right? in order because now it's like all my relationships are like falling apart because everyone's like, don't know where Dom is. Dom just (laughs) (laughs) only see Dom when I, when I look on my, on my phone or whatever, because I just don't communicate anymore because I just can be dissociated. So it's like Mm -hmm. you're forever, and it's human nature, you're forever trying to find that balance of give and take. How much do I give? Mm -hmm. How much am I willing to intake? Yeah. So Just human nature, and Mm -hmm. maybe it's not your therapist. Maybe you know it's just Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe it is your therapist. Maybe your therapist is really bad at, and they should work on that. But I
0: I just don't have (laughs) one right now.
1: Oh, you don't have one. I thought you said you need a new one. I
0: need a new one because well, I had one.
1: Okay, you had one. I stopped.
0: I had one, and then I stopped seeing her, and then I tried another, and I was like, this isn't really a vibe. And then I just kind of stopped looking, and I think that I should look because I also. I don't want to burden people around me with talking about my feelings because that's not other people's jobs, oh, Yeah, you know? That's I want to like problem. deal with my own shit in my own way. And when I can't do that, it would be nice to have somebody that could give me practicality. Right. And uh, and I would just love, I would love that. I think I'm, I'm at a point in my life right now where I should seek professional yeah. help.
1: <laughs> no, hey. <laughs> hey the, that's that's real <laughs> yeah, though that's yeah. real shit mm-hmm. i remember it was like for me i was like in my last relationship and i remember just like i was so reactive and i didn't communicate mm-hmm. anything yeah and my ex at time was like you know what like um you've gone through a lot mm-hmm. like she knew everything about my life she's yeah. like you went through, you had a pretty traumatic childhood um you, you've been assaulted you've been stabbed you've gone through a lot you yeah. should probably talk to somebody but you yeah. don't talk about it and i was like yeah, and then yeah. I like, but it takes you a while to find like the right therapist. Like I think I went yeah. through like four before I found a yeah. man. Shout out a man. I shout out a man. Yeah, shout out a man to um, man. <laughs> but yeah, it took me like four or five therapists before I found yeah. the right one that kind of like was on the same wavelength and can and communicated with me. Yeah, how I need to be communicated to. Totally,
0: so. it's a relationship at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes it was like you know, um, you know, Gretchen. The 76-year-old, was. Well, she just couldn't really, you know what I mean? Yeah. She just couldn't really relate. Mm-hmm. She couldn't really pick up what I was putting down.
0: Yeah.
1: Amanda mm-hmm. was like, yo, f- that shit. You got to be like that. And I'm like, I like this energy. Yeah. So you just got to find someone that kind of- Exactly. Hits that, you know? Yeah.
0: That's what I need to just keep searching. Just, yeah.
1: Just lock in. Yeah. Lock in. Exactly. And just keep moving. Yeah. And it might, and unfortunately it might affect your music. You know what I mean? You might, that's the thing. You might lose some of that spice. I know. You might learn, you might- <laughs> Yeah. You might start becoming comfortable with yourself. Might start, you know, what I mean, drinking yeah. a bit more green juice, <laughs> taking care of yourself, no, and your body. Do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, can't I can't, the can't art. keep doing this. Yeah. Can't do. I'm losing my spark. <laughs> that's like, that's like sometimes before I do the yeah. show, I'm like, can't, uh, can't take my vivance. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna go on my ADHD rants if I do that.
0: Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Families have a lot going on.
1: I'm gonna play a little song association game
0: okay i'm terrified
1: my uh, producer is gonna yell out a word okay and then we're gonna have to slap our knees and sing the first song that comes to mind
0: okay i'm ready, ready.
1: i got a pocket got a pocket full of sunshine that has nothing to do with rain is I don't it know is I'm there, there rain about. in that song i <laughs> know it's it's called pocket <laughs> full rain. of sunshine no, wow cool. so if you get it wrong, <laughs>
0: Purple rain. It, again? Per- <laughs> that's all I got.
1: <laughs> Wait, what's... <laughs> she,
0: she just... <laughs> yeah, do I have to, like, say the song to... I mean, it's just... that's The song's purple, purple rain. Words it so we know what it is that enough? Oh, okay. Did I say enough words? I don't actually know what comes after that.
1: No, okay, fine. I'll give it to you. So,
0: yeah. it ha- so it has to have the word in it? Yes. Okay, got it. Okay. okay. Let's try again. Let's start over. Okay. Warm- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Warm up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Warm up. <laughs> Why'd you have to uh, go and make things so complicated? Shit. I see the mm. way you're acting. The- well, wow, that's classic.
1: That was good. That's too easy. Yeah. Too easy. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: I like to eat.
0: eat oh, that's eat, good. Eat,
1: eat, eat apples and bananas. That's good. Fire.
0: That's a fire. Yeah, yeah. I like his better. I- <laughs> um. Well, I have I have two actually that are in my head, but they're both my songs. <laughs> And when I guess eat spit, eat spit, get dicked with the lights on. Um,
1: yeah. Two yeah. completely different things. Very,
0: v- very, couldn't be more opposite,
1: actually.
0: I hope not.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like I do, but I can't.
1: Uh... There's there's like, I can't, baby, I'm selfish. Take you. I want you to myself. I can't help it. Oh, my lady. It's Slum Village mm-hmm. and Kanye West. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So That's you, a point for you. Yeah, for
0: selfish. Why is that so hard? <gasps> cry, cry, baby. Oh, shit. Um, Janis Joplin, Crybaby.
1: Oh, Janis Joplin's good. So good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, <this one. sighs> don't you wish your girlfriend was uh, hot like me? Don't oh you?
1: <laughs> is, don't, is don't a word? That's like a conjunction word. That shouldn't count.
0: No. Yeah, don't give me the point. <laughs> Doesn't count. Don't is a conjunction <laughs> yeah. word. It's
1: do not. It's not a, that's not a word. So, conjunction. Mode. <laughs> oh. oh, uh, I think you're cooler than me. Mm, that's think a good one. You're that one. And mm, That mm-hmm.
0: Shout out, Mike. Uh, mm. cool. ah, it that's counts. Cool for yeah, the yeah. summer. Oh, that's <laughs> this is this Don't game is. Your mother. Yeah,
1: this this is game cool is. Just,
0: like, to see your this guys
1: game is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> you can use do not i can't use cooler uh uh f- uh because i'm free that's good free falling
0: um my alarm clock song every morning that wakes me up is i can't help falling in love uh, with, with you yeah that's good yeah those are both great songs yeah Oh, this is also one of my songs. So I feel like I'm cheating. This doesn't <laughs> count, but I have a song called "That Sucks," and it's "You Don't Want Me That Sucks." You Don't Want Me That Sucks. That Sucks. That's the chorus. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. That I've, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I cheated on that round. I shouldn't be allowed to use my own songs.
1: <laughs> oh, um, uh, got to keep an eye out for Celine or Justin. Yeah, that's the one I'm Bieber. thinking of. Uh,
0: Beauty and the Bee yeah. with Nicki Minaj. Meno- oh, yeah. A be- beauty and a, and a bee. bee, it Make made my, my life complete. complete. Yeah, uh huh. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. yeah. What was the word supposed to be? Beauty. beauty? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> beauty <laughs> I got you into this. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Got too invested in Selena. So
0: good. <laughs> How about Moon? Oh. That's, uh, that's you.
1: Moon? Yeah. That's me? Why is that me? Kid Cudi. Oh, man on the moon. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, why? what did I do? <laughs> I got, I said, pressure is on. I got nervous. I was like, oh. That did not run through. I'm not good at this.
0: Oh, phone. You used to call me on my cell phone.
1: Nah.
0: And they know you
1: need. I was, was going, I'm on a
0: payphone. Oh, that's pay. a good one.
1: Maroon five.
0: What about "Kiss Me Through the Phone"?
1: Oh, "Kiss
0: Me Through the Phone." Six, seven, eight, triple nine, six, seven, right? Six, six seven, seven eight, triple nine, nine eight, 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 two, one, one, two. Baby, I don't wanna miss <coughs> like I don't wanna get with you. I don't wanna, wanna get a baby, and that's the issue. I
1: wanna know you. We don't know a
0: single word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good game.
1: Good game. Good game. Proud of you. Proud of you. Stuff. Are you your big Paramore fan? Yeah. Kelly Williams is like my My celebrity crush.
0: Really? I I could see that. She's perfect.
1: She really is.
0: Yeah. She's a big inspiration for me. I feel like if I could be like her, if I could grow up to, not grow up to be like her, but like if I could ever, she just exudes such her. Yeah. And I think I appreciate that and I want to exude me like she exudes her.
1: Oh. You know? I like that. Yeah. No, she's like my, I would, I was actually telling my friend this, we were talking about like our celebrity crushes Mm -hmm. and the caveat was like. If this person right now was like, I'll date you, but you have to like stab me, would you do it? And it was my friend. and I was like, Haley Williams, if Haley Williams was like, I got to stab, I would like.
0: She has to stab you.
1: No, I have to stab my friend.
0: You have to. Oh. I would have to stab I'm my
1: friend, like, friend to then be with Haley Williams. And, I and was you like said yes. I was like, if you'd be down. You right. You know what I mean? Of course. Of like, course. as my friend, you should be willing to let me stab you so I could date her. You know what right. I mean? Like, he oh. said Megan Fox. And I was like, I would let you like. Yeah. I would let you. For wow. me, so you could be Mae Foss. I'm just a good friend, you know?
0: Wow. That's good. Yeah. is she, She's your number one then? I have three. Okay, what are they?
1: Zoe Kravitz. <gasps> wow. Hilly Williams. Yeah. Paramore. And then third, I, I'm really, I have a thing for Glorilla, the rapper. I have a thing for Glorilla. Um, she's like, she has that song that's like, uh, let's go. Mm hmm. Um F E E free. Yeah. I don't give fuck about it. Mm-hmm. It's a really like it was a really big song. Sick. On like TikTok and shit too. Fire. But I don't know. Something about her.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm I'm really like Zoe Kravitz, just like that's a given. Haley Williams, just like love yeah. her. Yeah. Gorilla, just something. I love that. I like sometimes I like a woman that looks like she could beat me up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Scare me a little bit.
0: No, Wake I love up in the morning.
1: Is she gonna kill me? Maybe. You know, I like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Fear. That's good. That's my type. Do you have a type?
0: No. Oh yeah. (laughs) Kinda. Like. But not really. Like. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Um. True. I guess. Like. But like pretty isn't a type. Like. But maybe my idea of what I think is like a pretty. Person mm. is my own idea of it, but I have like, like I like. I think I have more of a personality type mm. than a outer physical appear appearance type. But I don't know. I feel like my celebrity crushes are like Hunter Schafer and Harry Styles, which I don't think are like this in the same.
1: No. World. But you can have like a like, I like to say I have a rotation of types. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I kind of like have like this like, one of them is like, I love like girl next door kind mm-hmm. of vibes. You yeah. know, reads books. Yeah. Very like innocent, probably like an art curator or something like that, at art yeah. gallery, something very wholesome like mm-hmm. that. Other type, just like, give me like a Kim Kardashian, something like that. I That's feel you. Type. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And then third type, Just give me someone, like, that looks like they could, like, like, scalp me or wear my skin. You know what I mean? Like, just very. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Just, like, kind of, like, Wednesday adam Uh Like, kind of, like, gothy. Freaky. Yeah, just, like. That's good. They, like, they pop up and there's just, like, whoa, is that, is that a a real person kind of deal? You know? I like that. That's good. Yeah.
0: I like that. No, I think I just. I really like creativity. It's like, you have to be creative. And I think you gotta be funny. You gotta make me laugh. You gotta be kind of down to earth, spiritual. Those are kind of like my three things. Mm -hmm. And then just like, adorable. I like cute looking like little, like my boyfriend's face is like, I just wanna like.
1: Yeah, just squeeze it. Squeeze it. it. Yeah, eat it. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. I like, yeah. I like the vibe of like, similar vibe, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't know if you actually I have this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I've never spoken about this.
0: <laughs> I'm excited. Okay.
1: So cool. I have this thing amongst like so I do like TikTok mm-hmm. and like I stream a lot. Yeah. And I we have this like inside bit of like there's certain people in the world where I'm like, I feel like you you kinda wanna eat people. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like just certain people faces that I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know these people, I've never mm-hmm. met these people. But something about them, I look at them and I'm like, I feel as though if a zombie apocalypse happened, mm-hmm. you would take advantage of it and just try to eat somebody, but you're not yeah. a zombie. You'd be like, oh zombie apocalypse. I'm just gonna take a bite out of this person and just like kind of just like take advantage of the situation.
0: Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. <laughs> One of those people to me is, oh my is God. Vanessa Hodgkin. But it's but what? that also kind oh of into God. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of like got, I kind of into it. Yeah. Where I'm yeah, like yeah. she looks like she wants to eat people but also like I hot. See
0: yeah. <laughs> you I know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she would
1: like we'd be like making out like yeah. would, and then she would like bite my shoulder but it's kind of like a bite of like were you trying to
0: Yeah. Like it taste something yeah, or was, yeah.
1: was that like it wasn't really sexy it was kind of like that hurt kind of <laughs> But But also like I'm kind of into it right now. Uh-huh, I'm kind of feeling uh-huh. it. We can keep going, you know. I yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my type too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, take from that what you will. Oh yes. my
0: god, that's excellent. Yeah, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. I get that. No, I get. I, I get the vibe. You're yeah. You're,
1: you're so saying. if you ever come across Vanessa Hudgens, you know,
0: I I know her actually.
1: Do you, oh shit, I do. Does she? Eat people, I think or? she's.
0: I don't think. <laughs> she eats people no i not that i know of i don't know her very well okay but she i'm not could saying maybe she eats doors. people
1: yeah but i'm saying like
0: she's like witchy though she looks she's like she like, like
1: wants to like, she, yeah. like she'd she be interested she's witchy you know?
0: she's like a ghost hunter witchy vibe so yeah. like, i see what you're saying
1: yeah like there's certain people like even yeah. like i don't forget but like even like laura's laughing but even like leo has told you like you never wonder what eating people has been like you know what i mean like
0: <laughs> i've never wondered that
1: i I've, I've never wondered that. Yeah. But people that do wonder that? Yeah. Turn me on. Like I don't want someone that's like gosh, oh, you a cannibal. Okay, got it. But someone that's like intrigued that's by the thought about that's it. That's thought about. the idea. Okay. Okay, I
0: okay. understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, someone that's thought about the idea <laughs> yeah. of cannibalism. Not
0: actually. I don't we want know. like
1: an actual cannibal, but someone got that's it. like, ah, oh, have you thought about cannibalism? Yeah. I like I like that you think about that. Okay. <laughs>
0: Note it. If I come across anybody like that, I will be sure to hit yeah, you up yeah. and give them if your you, number. Yeah, if you
1: ever get, have a conversation with someone, they're like, you're talking about you. People are like, I know the I know, per- the, guy. I know the perfect guy for you. <laughs>
0: on that note. On that yeah, on, very specific on that note.
1: very specific note. Thank you for coming up. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> th- thank, you thank you for going on that journey with me. Absolutely. Anytime. I appreciate that.
0: Always here for
1: it. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. This yeah. was an absolute pleasure. I honestly just think you're super dope and thank super you. rad as a person. And I've never done this before, but I would um, just like to be your friend. Yeah, you know? just I would like, love that. Yeah, if you ever- I feel like
0: we're friends now at this point. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like if you ever
1: just wanna like hang out yeah. and just like kick it. I would love that. Please don't be a stranger. I just cool. really think you're dope. So thanks. Dude. thank you for coming on. Then. Yeah,
0: thank you for having me.
1: If you have any anything you wanna share with the peoples, your socials, any projects coming up, tour, where can people buy tickets?
0: Yes, I'm going on tour um, this fall, very soon. I don't know when this is coming out, but it is soon. Um, you can buy tickets at royalandtheserpent.com slash tour. I'm going all across America. And that's really it. Come see a show, please. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I, I won't be eating any people at the shows. So yeah.
1: You're,
0: unless you're into that sort of thing. If you're a cannibal, <laughs> also, if you're a cannibal us
1: up. Yeah. Let us know. Let Buy us some know. tickets. I'm going to be at some shows. Buy some tickets. So, <laughs> I'm going to be at some shows. Cannibals,
0: pull up. Yeah, just
1: have, <laughs> let me come to one show. Yeah. And just be like, do you have any cannibals yeah. in the house? And we'll be like, you hear one like, woo. Dom, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, the that's the one. one. <laughs> that's the one.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, come see a show yeah. all across America. Royalandtheserpent.com slash tour. Come see a show. It'll change your life.
1: Hell yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> 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 I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna be at one. Yeah, Do come. you have some shows in
0: Canada. Local? Are you living here? Or are you in Canada? I'll come like...
1: wherever you want me to go. Okay, cool. Go. Well, we
0: we play here in November. I play Toronto in October. Oh, for real? Yeah.
1: So if, yeah, if you're gonna be in Toronto
0: mm-hmm.
1: in October, I'm definitely gonna pull up. Okay, cool. 100%. Yeah, let me know
0: how many tickets you need.
1: All right. Just me. Cool. Yeah, just me. I just want to yeah take it all in and just like scavenge the crowd for cannibals. Anyways. Thank you so much for coming yep. on. Um, you guys know what to do. Follow, rate, subscribe to Pass Your Bedtime for full video episodes on YouTube. You can follow me at Don't Call Dom on every single platform. And thank you guys for watching. Love you and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>